This show is packed. Welcome to the Mario Matter, your favorite Nintendo podcast of all time. Episode number 73 here. Guys, as you heard me say, this is a packed show. Maybe the most packed and fun show that we've ever done in the history of all 72 episodes. Here's to episode 73. Let's give you a rundown of what is on today's show. First, we always start off with Nintendo news after this little intro segment. Feel free to skip with the chapters if you'd like. We have tons of news. I think the, the most news ever. I might be overhyping it. It's a, it's a lot of freaking news, okay? After that, we have some sad news about the Wii U and 3DS. You may know it, you may not. We'll dive deep into that. And then to wrap the news segment off, we have a game that is potentially killing Pokemon. You may have heard of it, and you also may not have heard of it, but like, regardless, we have to talk, and Nintendo responded to the game. Nintendo responded, Pokemon responded. We have to discuss all of that. It's juicy drama. Let's talk, and then at the end of all that, guys, we answer your questions that you have asked me to answer about Nintendo, content creation, all that cool stuff. We have the questions in the form of voicemails and the form of written questions. But with all that said, I don't want to waste your time. I'm big on not wasting your time. I tell you what you need what you need to know during the intro. Speaking of that, we're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, everywhere. If you're on YouTube, you're seeing the video version of the podcast. Very, 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 very cool experience. Let's go ahead. Let's dive into what you want to hear about. Let's start with the Nintendo news headlines. Let's go. Welcome to the Mario Matter, the number one Nintendo podcast. It's a beautiful time to be alive, guys. If you've been around the show before, you would know that this podcast gets posted every single Saturday. And then in between the week, we post clips on our YouTube channel of smaller segments from the podcast. But that Saturday was very important. We post every Saturday and we cover news. This means that we cover news all from the past week until last Saturday. Well, guys, this week's a bit different. It's the same thing. It's not really that different. But there wasn't really any news last Saturday to cover. So we're going to start. I record on Fridays. We're going to go back to Sunday, which was January 21st. The only news that we had on the Saturday, January 20th, was the thing that we're going to talk about later on, the game that is killing Pokemon. I believe that it released on the 19th, it blew up on the 20th. We got to talk about, I'll name drop it, Pal World. Has anybody heard of Pal World? You may, you may have not. I will dive into it later and talk about what it means for Nintendo. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay, so... Let's go ahead, let's dive into Nintendo news for you, as always. We always start the show like this. Let's go. January 21st on a Sunday, guys. What were you doing on a Sunday? Sunday is, like, my least favorite day because you just want to relax, but at the same time, you may have, like, schoolwork or you may have YouTube work or a podcast to record, you know? But I feel so bogged down on Sundays. It's it's it kind of sucks. But Sunday we did have some Nintendo news. We had a rumor on the horizon on the Animal Crossing New Horizons. It's not you know Animal Crossing related, but we had a rumor from a Lego leaker. Now guys, guys, we're not starting with a Lego leaker for Nintendo news, right? What Lego set? that is Nintendo focused could be so important to start off the, the show with, right? Guys, I gotta tell you something. 
We know that Nintendo leakers are often wrong. There's a few that are good, like like Puro is good on Twitter, but then there's some that just suck. Like I, I'm, I'm being honest. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm being honest. Like there's some who like make up things. Uh, guys, this Lego leaker, I I don't think has ever been wrong. Like they just know they have the freaking sources. So I'm gonna go ahead. I believe this to be credible. I will tell you the rumor, guys. There the the rumor is that the great Deku tree from Legend of Zelda is being turned into a Lego set and will release in September of 2024. The only thing that I've seen a leaker get wrong is the date. Uh, they, they, they never got it wrong, but they never like flat out said a month. So if they're saying September, I'm gonna, I'm gonna believe it. So who is the leaker here? It's a 1414 Falcon fan at 1414 Falcon fan. I believe, and I could be wrong, but dude, these Lego leakers get nothing wrong. I could be wrong here when I say, I believe this person also leaked the Animal Crossing Lego sets. I don't know for sure. But like that Animal Crossing Lego set leak was very insane and it happened. It's it's happening. So I gotta say, I trust the Lego leakers. They're on their game. Now here's the crazy thing, guys. Uh, what's the biggest Lego set that, 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 that you've ever done? Tell me, comment down below. The most I've ever done is a Metal Beard Sea Cow, which was a which was a Lego Movie Lego set. How many pieces was that? Because guys, this Lego set, this tree is a, is a lot of pieces. All right, so let's search Metal Beard's Sea Cow, guys. I did this Lego set. It took forever, and I and I had some help. It was uh, two hundred fifty dollars, and it was two thousand seven hundred pieces. This tree, the Great Deku tree, it's it's Deku, right? It has to be is said to be 2,500 pieces. So if you want this this freaking Lego set, you're gonna be there for a while. You're you're gonna sit there for God knows how long. Can, okay. If you do like 100 pieces, 100 pieces an hour, what's that? 25 hours, dude, you could be there for a while. And maybe you'll you'll do more than that in an hour, but like, I don't know, that, that sounds about average, 100 pieces per hour. You're gonna be there for a while. Now, the price of this thing is not confirmed. However, I guarantee you that's going to be like a $200 set. That's a lot of pieces. 200 bucks for that tree. Knowing Lego, they've been like pricing their things a bit higher recently. I wouldn't be shocked if that's like 250 at most 300 If you want the tree, that's up to you. I could imagine it's going to be pretty big. Now... January 22nd, because we know that, you know, Nintendo doesn't put out news on weekends. We had a rumor on the weekend. That's as close as we can really get to news on the weekend. We moved to January 22nd. That was a Monday. Things are opening back up. People are going back to work. And at the same time, Nintendo Switch data miners are finding things that no one else found before after six years. So that's happening. Our next headline is original Nintendo Switch menu designs have been found. Guys, can I just stop right there? That transition that I made just like 10 seconds ago was so good. Talking about how people are going back to work and Switch, switch uh, data miners are finding things. That was a click. Guys, come on. Give me credit. I don't normally have clean transitions. That was pretty clean. So, what does this mean? Well, we all know that on the Nintendo Switch, I assume that a lot of us have it, if you're watching a Nintendo news podcast, we all know that, that the home menu on the Switch is rather bland. If you compare it to, like, the Wii U or the 3DS or the Wii, it's, it's, it's a rather bland home menu. It just has your game icons, some icons on the bottom, the time, the battery, 
uh, and you know a black or white home menu color. And am I missing things? Uh, and the and the uh, profile icon, which is all you really need. You don't need more than that. But it was always a nice little charm to have more than that. It was a nice charm to turn on your Wii U and see all the Mii's running around. It was a nice charm to turn on your 3DS and see your custom theme that you know you put on because there's so many themes on 3DS. The Switch is not that. However, Wii, not Wii, <laughs> I shouldn't include me in this, uh, there were some data miners, I'll put them on the screen, I couldn't find out who it was, I could not find out who it was, uh, I'll at least put on, uh, put the original tweet on screen of the person who, like, who, who, who spread it, I couldn't find, like, the person who actually got the information unless the tweeter was the person, I don't know, I'll put whatever I can find on, on screen, uh, there have been three or four pictures of what the Switch menu was designed to be like, and it's very similar to what we actually have now. So, I'll have the pictures of these on screen. For our audio listeners on Spotify and Apple, I will describe them to you. So, we have three pictures here. The There's four pictures, but like the last one is blurry. It's just like the settings menu or something, so no need to really dive deep into that picture. Uh, we have one picture of what seems to be the home menu, and it looks very similar to what, to what we have now where we have the icons for the games on the bottom of the screen this time, a bit smaller than they are uh, on the finalized Switch menu. We have the news uh, news icon on the far left of the icons. So the news icon that is on the Switch menu in the bottom of the menu, like on your Switch now, was actually going to be a part of the game icon. So you would have your news icon and your photo icon all in the same like row as your game icons. So they just wouldn't have their own separate tab. That's how this was going to look. And then on the top of this home menu, because you're probably thinking if the icons are at the bottom of the screen, what's on the top? It is in Japanese, so I can't read it, but they, just as an example, put a Mario Kart 8 picture on the top. Maybe that's like, you know, Mario Kart 8 released just now. Like maybe they were planning to put like new releases on the top there to like advertise in your face. I don't know. And then the uh, profile icons are in the bottom left, just below the icons. And pretty much the Wi-Fi and the battery is also in the bottom right. So kind of just flip-flopped here with the whole menu design. And then there's another picture showing all of the game software. So as you know, if you have a Switch and you have more than like 10 games, you will unlock a button a uh, a button on your Switch that, that says all software. It'll give you a full grid of every game that you have downloaded. This is pretty much like that. It's a, it's a picture with a bunch of Wii U icons, which are supposed to be like Switch software, uh, all in a grid. This picture, which was going to be what the Switch, you know, all software screen looked like, looks very much like the original, you know, or like the finalized Switch menu. So that's pretty much the same. And then there's a final picture of what the friends list was going to look like, and it looks almost identical, to be honest. I don't see many differences. There's more tabs on the finalized version, like there's friend list, then, then there's, you know, play invites, then there's your, your profile. Like, there's more tabs on the finalized version. But essentially, it's a picture of a friends list, and it looks nearly the exact same thing as, as you know, what we have now. So, cool little hidden Nintendo Switch prototype menu designs. Very awesome. I love that kind of stuff, so I wanted to to, 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 uh, to dive into it here. It's awesome. Then, guys, moving in, uh, moving on, not moving in. Are we moving in? Are we moving houses? Are we moving in to a new place? Maybe, like in March. Uh, January 23rd, guys, we got some news and some news that you will like so january 23rd you know i'm waking up i'm waking up 
I'm doing the thing. I'm getting out of bed, taking a shower, ready to browse the YouTubes and work on some YouTube stuff for the day. When I see on Twitter, Nintendo announced something very cool. Kirby fans will love it more than Princess Peach fans. So guys, Princess Peach Showtime had a new trailer released. Now, what's so what's so exciting there? The game comes out in March. What's the excitement in January? Well, the trailer has released and there have been two new Princess Peach costumes revealed to be in the upcoming game, Princess Peach Showtime, that launches on, if my memory serves me correct, March 22nd. Can we verify that? Can we verify? Yes, it is. March 22nd. All right, cool beans. That game uh, releases then. And along with that, we have some other pieces of news. So, so, so first, what are the new Princess Peach costumes? One is a cowgirl peach, so Princess Peach can be a cowgirl in the game. And the other one that was, you know, revealed is Ninja Peach. So that gives us a total of, what, six, six costumes? I wonder if they're saving some other ones for, you know, for, for, for you to find in the actual game. Maybe so, maybe not at all. But hopefully, hopefully there's still some surprise elements there if they hide some more costumes later in the game. And then also... Two pieces of Princess Peach Showtime news that they did not tell you about. Well, sorry, one they did tell you about. Uh, the other one is a bit more of, of like some 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 down low information. So what they did tell you about is they are releasing Nintendo is releasing pastel pink Joy Cons. Now, earlier this summer, Nintendo or last summer, it's a brand new year. <laughs> uh, last summer, Nintendo released. Two new pairs of Joy-Cons. These were the pastel Joy-Cons. And one of them, if I can search pastel Joy-Cons, uh, one of the pairs was a pink and a yellow pair. I believe that that pastel pink in the in the uh, pink and yellow Joy-Con pair is now just a set of two pastel pink Joy-Cons. So if you're a big Princess Peach fan, you will want to get that. However, before I even began telling you telling you about you know about, about 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 any of this i said kirby fans will be happy because that pastel pink joy con looks more like kirby than it does peach if you're a big kirby fan you also might want to buy the pastel pink joy cons they're not princess peach showtime specific so it works for anybody who wants once again pastel pink joy cons so those will be those will be available i believe on the same day as princess peach showtime releases and those will be the standard price of $79.99. So expensive. But apart from that, we have some download news. News that, you know, Nintendo isn't afraid of sharing, but they just don't announce it because, like, why would you? The Princess Peach voice actor, the longtime voice actor, Samantha Kelly, has confirmed, I believe this was a while ago, but it, like, resurfaced recently, that she is still voicing Peach. So... You know how Mario and Luigi got brand new voice actors? Peach is not the case. Peach is still being voiced by her voice actor that has been voicing her for the past, what? I know that, I know that there was another uh, voice actor back in like the 2000s or so. Uh, how long has some... Guys, I do my research, but like, do you expect me to know how long Samantha Kelly has been voicing Peach? Uh, how long has Samantha Kelly been voicing Princess Peach? Sorry if you can hear my keyboard typing. <gasps> 2007, she first voiced Peach in 2007 with the Wii game, Mario Strikers Charged, and has continued to provide her voice in the 17 years since. 
Wow. Thank you, Video Games Chronicle, for that information. Very cool. So 17 years now, she is still voicing Princess Peach. Now, also on January 23rd, we had the makers of Kirby. I mean, speaking of Kirby, right? We had the creators of Kirby. Pretty much. Kind of. Essentially. HAL Laboratory, who helps to make Kirby games, they are hiring employees for their next Kirby game. They are hiring so many people. If you've ever had interest in working at HAL Laboratory, get in or get out. They're hiring programmers, artists, managers, so much more. There's so many job openings at HAL Laboratory. This piece of news is not to say, hey guys, if you're interested, you know, go work at HAL Laboratory. I'm just saying, the fact that they're hiring people, this is the news here. This is the point of the news. They're making a brand new Kirby game. This is good news, and I honestly hope it's a sequel to Kirby in the Forgotten Land. I would honestly hope so. However, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a you know a little 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 spin-off or something. But no, they're definitely like getting ready for the next for the next uh, Kirby game. They they released Kirby in the Forgotten Land in 2022, so you know. Two years later, you'll want to start revving up your engines to get a new Kirby game out on the Nintendo Switch 2 or whatever that future console is. You're going to start hoping to get a Kirby game out. I would imagine they'll have a brand new Kirby game out uh, for the Switch 2, maybe. If it does release this year, I would say you'll probably have a Kirby game by like the first two years for sure. Maybe even like two years that, like later. Yeah. I, uh, no, no, no. You'll, you'll have one, like, just after the first year. That's my official M-Swizzle prediction. Very, very cool. Now, January 24th, guys, we're flying through, like, news days, but trust me, they get lengthier as we go. January 24th, we had a piece of news in Japan, but it also affects you here. So, Nintendo was originally going to hold their event, as they do, called Nintendo Live. They were going to hold this event, which is like, you know, the Nintendo fan event. You all want to go there, and you, you can you can play games, watch concerts, watch people play in tournaments at Nintendo Live. They were going to hold one of these last year in Japan, and just, like, just for information, this is an official Nintendo event. And they had to cancel it last year, like late last year, like December, because of threats to the staff, which you just shouldn't be making threats to the staff. That's terrible. They had to cancel it, which also means they were going to have concerts at the Nintendo Live event, and those were obviously also canceled. So they have rescheduled the concerts. I'm, I don't even know if they scheduled like the entire event again, because I didn't see that. All I saw was they rescheduled the concerts. So... There is a Zelda concert and a Splatoon concert. The Zelda concert in Japan will take place on February 9th in the U.S. here and at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Now, why so early? Well, they're in Japan and time zone differences are insane. So, 8 a.m. Eastern time, 5 a.m. Pacific. <laughs> Wake up. Don't go to school. Is, is that even a school day? The ninth of yeah 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 that's a Friday. Don't don't skip school. I'm just kidding. Don't please don't. 
and watch the Zelda concert. I would imagine they're going to play the Tears of the Kingdom main theme. That's going to be super cool. And then also the day after, which you actually can wake up for because it's a Saturday, not a school day. We will have a podcast posted on February 10th. Uh, so watch that be before you watch this. But they're also going to have a Splatoon concert on the 10th. Now, there is no set time for that concert that, that I could find yet. But just keep your eyes peeled for, you know, February, February 8th, Google Splatoon concert time. It'll probably be online somewhere. We don't have it as of right now. But Splatoon concert, February 10th, Zelda concert, February 9th, that's at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Maybe the, the uh, Splatoon concert will also be at 8 a.m. Eastern time, I don't know, but we gotta see, we gotta really see here, okay? Now, guys, you could arguably make this next piece of news a, uh, a really big segment if you wanted to. This is a rumor. However, this is a credible rumor because it's based on facts. It's based on facts. So, the rumor is Metroid Prime 4 is nearing completion. Now, Max, Max, it's another rumor. I don't believe it. Rumors never happen. Rumors, you know, never come to fruition. Don't trust rumors. Okay, so this is based on facts. Now, the information here comes via Super Metal Dave 64 a YouTuber who has done the, the, the deep dive. So, all credit to you, my man. He has done the deep dive and has found facts that may indicate we're close to at least getting a Metroid Prime 4 release date or trailer or something, right? So here's the rundown. And this was confusing to me when I read it. I will make this so simple. The advantage of listening to the Mario Matter, my podcast, as opposed to other podcasts or reading news articles, I make things so simple for you. So try and follow along. I will make this simple. So. The first thing that we need to know is Next Gen Dreams 3D, which sounds like that that name just sounds like a shovelware like 3DS game. So Next Gen Dreams 3D is a company and they often work with Ubisoft and Take-Two, who are two game studios. Next Gen Dreams 3D works with those two game studios to to help them pretty much make game trailers, high quality game trailers. So a trailer for a game obviously comes out before the game releases, they make trailers for them, okay? And Next Gen Dreams 3D has been working with Retro Studios since September of 2022. Now, who is Retro Studios? Retro Studios is pretty much helping to make Metroid Prime 4. So. And, and they're playing a big role. They aren't just like helping to make Metroid Prime 4. They're playing a really big role, if not making the entire thing, right? So you have a company who makes trailers and the people who are making Metroid Prime 4 come together. Now, that's not our only evidence. Not only is there possibly and most likely a trailer being made for Metroid Prime 4 as I speak right now. However, we have even more news here. Okay, we have even more news. Super Metal Dave 64, the, the YouTuber where, or who this information comes from, has done the deep dive and found that a game tester named Edwin Atwell has a LinkedIn profile. Shocker, right? Now, for those who, who don't know, LinkedIn is pretty much Instagram for business people. That's how I, I can explain it to you. He had 
this game tester on his LinkedIn profile. I'm I'm, I'm going to call it business Instagram to like make things simple. Business Instagram profile. He puts his like work experience. He says he's been playing with a Metroid Prime 4 demo for the last 10 months, messing with it, finding bugs in the game, finding things to fix, things like that. He says he's been playing with a Metroid Prime 4 demo. So at that point, that would lead me and everyone else to believe the game is like at least nearing completion. If you can put out a demo, which doesn't totally mean that you're nearing completion, like you figured out how your game works, which is a gigantic step. And obviously that's kind of common sense that, that they figured it out by, you know, by now it's been five years ever since they, you know, begun their restarting of making the game because they had like restart in 2019. They definitely have their game nearly done. And this evidence all backs it up. I'll, I'll recap it. Not only are they making a trailer most likely for Metroid Prime 4, they're also make or sorry, there's a game tester who has been who has had he listed on his on his profile Metroid Prime 4 demo for the last 10 months. Now, if you try to find his profile because he got busted, because all this happened, you can't find his profile. <laughs> you, you dude, you cannot find his profile anymore. I tried to find it. If you search Edwin Atwell, you might find some results, but you'll also find people talking about this story. That's what pops up. When you search his name, I don't think that he was supposed to have Metroid Prime 4 in his profile, but he did. And I don't know why you would never lie about that. It's your business profile and you're trying to be a you know good, good Metroid Prime 4 demo player. So I don't know why you'd lie about that. Uh, this all sounds pretty believable to me. It's all based on facts. It's all based on findings and it's been verified by people online. So then I can bring it to you and know that it's real. Do I think it's real? Yes. Do I think that Metroid Prime 4 releases this year? I think I can't say yes or no. I would, I guess I would lean towards, yeah, I would give it a 55% chance of releasing in like October or, you know, maybe November. Somewhere around there, I think it can all be true. That's a very, very interesting topic right there. Comment down below if Metroid Prime 4 comes out and it looks really good, are you buying it? Let me know. Now, guys, we have even more news and big news still on the same day, January 24th. We got some giganto news here, okay? We got Splatoon 3. It's not what you think I'm going to say, but Splatoon 3 has been updated to version 6.1.0. Now, normally, guys, I say this exact, uh, like, what do you call it? analogy every single time there's a Splatoon update. Guys, if I were to read you every single thing in the Splatoon 3 update patch notes, you would be here for eight years. I'm not gonna do it. Cause when it, when Splatoon 3 gets updated, it's it's like this weapon does 0.1% more damage. I'm not gonna read all that to you. It's down below in the description in the sources and links. Look in the uh, description, look for sources and links. Everything is, is on there. But I'm not going to read it all to you. So normally what I do is I'll read you the most notable things that changed. Now, the difference is here that nothing notable changed. It's all like tiny adjustments. So there's nothing to tell you here 
that is worth noting, apart from the game has been updated to version 6.1.0, and my neck is red for some reason. But apart from that, I mean, bam, that's it. Now, my Splatoon 3 fans are probably hurting like, dang, I thought there was something cool that happened. My friends, you're in luck. Because that same day, Nintendo posted on their Twitter the release date for the Splatoon 3 DLC called Side Order. As you may have seen this, you know, be teased in previous Nintendo Directs and things like that. One half of the DLC is already out. That is the Inkopolis DLC. However, the Wave 2, the Side Order, the new story mode type thing releases on february 22nd and it got a brand new trailer on nintendo's twitter and youtube and all that kind of cool stuff february 22nd 2024 now i will give great credit to nintendo they i mean i'd love to do that but like you know uh they had originally slated this this dlc to release in spring of 2024 not Still winter, because spring doesn't start until one month after that release date, on March 20th. I only know that because that's when Animal Crossing New Horizons released. But spring starts on March 20th or 21st or somewhere around there. They're moving this thing early because February 22nd, where I am, is still winter. Props! They're moving this game early. Now, I do que I, 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 I question why you're releasing that one week after uh, Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Because if you don't know, the remake of Mario vs. Donkey Kong for the Switch from the Game Boy Advance uh, releases on the 16th of February. You're releasing Sign Order on the 22nd, which is... If I can look at my... Wait a minute. Yeah. That's the next Thursday. So I kind of question your release date timing. People who just bought Mario versus Donkey Kong, well, honestly, <laughs> honestly, 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 if, sorry, if you're buying Mario versus Donkey Kong, you have enough money to, to throw at side order. Just throw your money at the Switch, buy side order. It's like, what, 25 bucks? You, you can, Mario versus Donkey Kong is a $50 game. You can throw 25 bucks at the wall and then you'll have, quick math, $75 spent in a week. Is it worth it to you? They should make a bundle. A Mario vs. Donkey Kong bundle with side order. $70. $5 off what you would normally pay. Nintendo, hire me for your marketing team. Anyway, I, actually, please don't. Please don't hire me for your marketing team. Because I my, my, my ideas are fun. They're fun ideas, but they suck. So please don't. January 25th, guys, we move to the to the next day. Uh, this is arguably, nah, I was going to say the spiciest news day. However, you know, it's arguably the spiciest news day that we have here because the, the last one was pretty spicy. This is pretty good, too. Guys, this is big right here. And this first piece of news, I just, <laughs> I can't get over the stupidity of anybody working at Nintendo or Universal Studios. Whoever did this. All right, let's talk. So the Zelda producer, Eiji Aonuma, who you may have heard of, you know, he's a, he plays a big role in making these Zelda games and does all the Zelda interviews. He's like the, the main guy. He was spotted on the construction site, along with Shigeru Miyamoto, who created Mario, 
he was spotted on the construction site for the Super Nintendo World in Orlando, Florida, in America. Now, when people see this, they're obviously going to think, oh my gosh, that's the Zelda guy. There's going to be a Zelda expansion, right? That's what makes sense to believe. And I believe that too. This is where Nintendo is so... Or somebody's stupid. Somebody doesn't know like what they're doing. Obviously, when Nintendo saw that, because I think that someone over there was just like shooting footage and they captured Eiji Aonuma and uh, Shigeru Miyamoto on camera at the site. And then some guy at you know Universal Studios posted this footage. When the when the sauce got out, when the when the when the tea spilled, everyone on Twitter is like, "Whoa, Ag Alnuma is there!" You know, there's gonna be a Zelda world coming, right? Okay, so that's out there, and that's most likely gonna happen, right? If you're Nintendo, you're like, "Oh man, we did not want that to get out there." What do you do? Do you a take the video down, or b leave it up and just deal with it? Your, your instinct might say option A. I say option B. You leave it up there and act like it's, it's no big deal. Because here's the thing. Nintendo took option A. They took the video down. Or someone did at Universal Studios. Whoever it was, it was one of these people, right? So by doing that, you obviously know there's something in there that we shouldn't see. And we saw it. So now we pretty much know... That Zelda world is, I, I would go as far as to say confirmed. Why else would you take down the video? Why else would you take that video down? Obviously, it was after Twitter erupted over the fact that A.G. Onuma is standing right there on the construction site. Why would you take down the video? Because now we know it's confirmed. If you left it up, we would get the impression that you're not bothered by it because it's not actually going to happen. Maybe they should hire me for that. Maybe Nintendo, I should be head of this, head of decision making for Nintendo. Because that's just bad. Now we know what's going to happen. Will it happen in the next two years? I don't even know. I think it'll be like three years later. But will it happen? Yeah. Especially because they're making a Zelda movie, obviously. Why would you not make a Zelda world? And you could do so much with that. And Zelda is massive. You don't just sell 10 million copies of Tears of the Kingdom in three days. It's insane. Zelda's massive. You're going to make a Zelda world. It's no doubt. But why just show it to us and, and then confirm it to us by taking down their video? It makes no sense to me. But yeah, I mean, I, I, would, I would go as far as to say that, you know, Zelda world is confirmed. <laughs> is that true? Is that from Nintendo's mouth? No. Is it from their actions? Yes. I would say it's confirmed. Now, guys, on to actual, like, like, like actual confirmed Zelda news. We have some more mellow news for you. Guys, if you're on Nintendo Switch and you have the Switch Online membership and you need a, 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 a refresh on your profile picture, guys, Nintendo has, has released the Wave 2 of their brand new Zelda Tears of the Kingdom Switch Online icons. On, of course, the Switch Online app. So, if you have your Switch Online membership and you have that, that you know little Switch Online icon in the bottom of your Switch, click that. Click on Missions and Rewards. Navigate over to the Zelda icons and then find out which one you want. They're all five and ten platinum points. 
And you can buy those icons to use for your Swiss profile and look cool to all of your friends. So those icons are available now. It is wave two. There are four waves. Wave one was last week. Wave two is out now. And then wave three is available on uh, February 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 p.m. Pacific. Now, not, you know, not, not, not that time really matters, but, you know, there it is. And then also wave four, the final wave is, is uh, will be available on February 8th at 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific. So if you want them, they're there now. They're going to be there for a week. Up to you with what you want to do. That totally rhymed, but it's, it's not a crime. Cool. There we go. So those, those are out now. And speaking of Nintendo... I was going to make a very clean trans like transition, and I couldn't think of the words. Speaking of Nintendo restocking things, there we go. They have actually, because of the whole Splatoon 3 update and the whole side order thing, and the game is getting traction again, they have restocked two Splatoon 3 products on the My Nintendo Rewards page. So, if you've been on Nintendo consoles for a while, you know that you can collect Platinum Points to then redeem for some free goodies, whether it's a free shopping bag, whether it's, you know, what else could you have? You could have free icons on your Switch, all that kind of good stuff. Nintendo has restocked two Splatoon 3 items that you can redeem with Platinum Points. The first one being a Splatoon 3 Splatsville shopping bag. So, you know, bags cost money. If you want to go shopping, you you know, you want to go to your to your local grocery store and you don't want to use their bags, you can simply get your little little, you know, Splatoon 3 shopping bag. You can put your milk in there, you can put your copy of Princess Peach Showtime in there. You can put a Nintendo Switch in there, whatever you want. It's a shopping bag. I don't have to tell you what you can put in a shopping bag. If you want it though, it'll be 800 platinum points which is a little bit hefty for a shopping bag. But if you have enough and, and, and you know, you want it, do as you please. It's up there right now. After that, they've also restocked a Splatoon 3 graffiti sticker set. That's actually cool. I, I won't get that one because I have something similar. If you pre-ordered Splatoon 3 at GameStop, they gave you a sticker set. And it's not the same. It's not the same one as this one, but it's, it's, it's close enough. So... I'm fine with that. However, if you do want the Splatoon 3 graffiti sticker set, it is available now for 400 platinum points. Get them before they go out of stock again. Because after they go out of stock again, I don't even know if they're going to restock those again. Just because, like, how many times have you seen them restock things uh, twice? Doesn't normally happen. So I would say if you want one, get your platinum points up and go get it. And then, guys, this may be the most beneficial piece of news to you in the entire show today. Excuse me. Guys, Nintendo has done something they don't do often. They have put Nintendo Switch games made by them on sale. Guys, it's insane. It's a, it's a total, just phenomenal, extraordinary moment in Nintendo history. So, guys, as we may know, Nintendo does, does not love to put their games made by them on sale. They like to get all the money that, that they can. 
They recently did actually do it for the whole holiday thing, you know, Christmas last year. However, they're doing it again, again in January. This Nintendo eShop digital sale is called the Jump Start January Sale, and it's live now. Go and check out the sale. Now, all first-party games are at least... 30% off. Sorry, 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 sorry. Not, sorry, not all first party games. All the ones that I have here. Sorry, not all of them. Not Kirby Star Allies, not any first party game that, you know, you can think of. All the ones I'm going to list here are at the very least 30% off. Some even more than that. So here are some games that you might want to pick up during the sale that are on sale right now. Animal Crossing New Horizons plus the DLC. Mario plus Rabbid Sparks of Hope, Splatoon 3, as we mentioned, Zelda Skyward Sword HD, Sonic Superstars, not a Nintendo game, but a big game either way, <laughs> Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, and so many more. Check out the Jumpstart January sale. I will leave a link down below for you to browse the entire sale and see what you want out of all the games on there. Do remember, it is a digital sale. Sometimes they will put games on sale and you'll see it on sale in store and digital. This appears to just be a digital only sale because then they get more money. It's just perfect, right? So that's why. But moving on to January 26th, guys, this is our last day for news because I record this podcast on the on the 26th. So I can't get news after that. But here we go. January 26th, two pieces of news have already come out today. The first one is possibly my favorite piece of news just because it's, I mean, it's just like what I want on a Switch 2. Nintendo is looking right now to hire multimedia software engineers, which hints at multimedia streaming. So what does any of that mean? Let me explain. So Nintendo is hiring people to work on multimedia. What is multimedia? Essentially, what people... What people are kind of getting from this is Nintendo is hiring people to create. It's hard to like read between the lines here, but it seems like they're going to make a TV streaming service kind of thing where they might have like where in theory you can watch like soccer games on your switch or, you know, you can watch like Hulu on the switch, which we even have right now. You can watch, you know, NFL on the switch too. You can watch whatever you want. TV shows on your Switch too. That is seemingly what people are getting from this piece of news. That looks rather likely. I really want that. Now, you'll know. Maybe you will. If you don't know, now you know. Nintendo used to have this. Seriously. They used to have something called Nintendo... How do you even say it? Because I, I, I was young during the Wii U era, so I never like learned how to say it, but it was called like... Nintendo TV and then two eyes TVI TV double I I don't even know but they they had this service back in the day where you could watch things on your Wii U it was cool then they shut it down but like you know I never ever used it but I did some research TVI very cool although I can I, can I Nintendo TV is it double I guys I don't know I've never even like used it so yeah you you can you can watch netflix hulu plus all of that kind of stuff on your wii u and your wii u gamepad i guess they're gonna maybe try to bring that back i guess 
which honestly I'm in favor of because the Switch does a decent job. They have they have you know YouTube, they have Hulu, they have things like that on uh, Switch that you know you makes or lets you watch online things. You can watch. Maybe you're watching this podcast on a, on a Switch, right? However, we don't have the ability to watch sports. We don't have the ability to watch TV shows that are that are not on Hulu and stuff like that. We don't have that kind of opportunity. So to bring something like that possibly over would be awesome. That'd be amazing. I would love that. So I would look forward to that. However, it is important important to note that's not guaranteed to happen on Switch 2. It just looks like a thing that they're trying to maybe look into or do. That is not confirmed to happen. But it looks rather likely because why would you hire somebody to do it when that's not what you wanted to do? So it makes no sense, but hopefully that does happen and it looks rather likely. Then our final piece of news before diving into bigger pieces of news that happened over the week. Princess Peach Showtime has got a pre-order bonus revealed for Nintendo UK. So if you pre-order Princess Peach Showtime through the My Nintendo Store in the UK, you will receive a pre-order bonus free with with your purchase. What is this pre-order bonus? For free, you will receive the game. Well, sorry, that's not free. You got to pay 60 bucks for that for the for the game, but free, you will get a pin which is a pin of Princess Peach. You will receive a notebook, which is pretty cool. And if you do decide to pay an extra seven pounds in currency, you will get a Princess Peach Showtime shopping bag. That's awesome. They're making Princess Peach Showtime merch. They're pushing this game for real, for real. No cap, as the kids say, right? Now, if you wanna check that out, links down below. I believe if you're in America and you really want that kind of stuff, you're able to like buy it and then have it shipped to you. Uh, not through Nintendo. You probably have to find like like one of those websites that like if you find a website that can buy things in the UK, then ship them to you. You can probably make that whole operation work and get those things in America. Apart from that, for my friends in the UK, you have a, a striking deal on your hands that honestly you should take advantage of so do it and uh it is important it's 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 good to note that you will need to buy the game physically to get all that kind of stuff i believe they aren't they're they're not going to ship you a notebook and a pen for free just for buying a game so uh there you go i mean sorry a digital game there we go that's that's all that you need to know for princess peach showtime pre-order bonuses it's awesome sauce are you buying it let me know down below. But apart from that, guys, this show is far from over. We have so much to dive into. Our first big topic of the day to dive into now is the fact that the, <clears throat> sorry, that, that, that the Wii U and 3DS online servers are coming to an end. We have the date. We have the exact time up to the minute. We have all of the information here. Let's go ahead. Let's take a, take a deep dive into the 3DS and Wii U online servers shutting down. Guys, can I take you back to a happier time? I'm on my phone right now, and in, in, in between segments on this podcast, I was just sent a old picture of me. 
Now, this picture of me was uh, it was taken in 2015. Do you know what kind of time 2015 was when the Wii U was struggling? When the Wii U online servers, though, and the, and the 3DS online servers were online. OK, this is the picture of me. Look at that. Who's who is that guy? Who is better than him? Right. So there's me. I have night shift on, by the way, because I'm like, I just like the blue light, you know, the 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 non blue light mode. Right. So that that was me back when things were all jolly. Things are happy now, but we have some sad news here. Right. So, guys, I regret to inform you. We've known that the Wii U and 3DS online servers are shutting down. We now have an exact date and an exact time. This is all happening. This is sad, and we have to talk about what this means, how you can still play online after this happens, and what services will still be available, okay? And also some, 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 of, my, some of my thoughts, okay? So let's dive in. So when and uh, no, I was gonna say when and where, it's, it's just when. <laughs> where on your console? When do the online servers shut down? We knew it'd be April. The final date is April 8th, 20, sorry, 2024 at 4 p.m. Pacific time and 7 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, that's 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 a real dagger. Now, what I do appreciate there, what I, what I do like there is I can play my Wii U that entire day and I can be there for the shutdown. So, for example, I can be playing Splatoon at 6.58 p.m. and I will be playing until 7 p.m. and right at 7 p.m. my service will shut down and I'll be like, man, end of an era. I, I can be there for that, right? And you probably can too, unless you're in like the UK or something because then it'll be like 12, p uh, 12 a.m. Uh, unfortunate, right? But that's happening on that day. Now, I do want to say something uh, I'll say this first, actually, uh, for the 3DS user, users, because I'm only like talking about Wii U here. Uh, 3DS, same thing. 3DS, 3DS servers shut down. On the 3DS, you can still use these features after the online services shut down. One, Pokemon Bank, so you can move Pokemon through Switch and you know all that. And a Poke Transporter, which I actually don't know what that is, but you can use both of those services after the shutdown, right? My thing, like, what was I saying? I think I was just saying, like, I'm not very upset by this. I think I, th I think I was going to say this. I'm not very upset because the Wii U and 3DS, I hold very, very close to my heart. I, I hold them close. And, like, that picture of me that I just showed you, if you're watching the uh, video version, that was a happy little boy. And it, it, it sucks when things from your childhood shut down like that. It's going to happen. But I'm not upset. I'm really not upset at all, like truthfully, because here's the thing. I want to talk about this. There's some people out there, some real smart people on the Pretendo network team. Now, you're asking me already, what is Pretendo? Pretendo network is a group of very smart developers who are working to when these servers shut down, shortly after that, bring these servers back up. Now, you might ask, how is that possible? Well, it's very possible because 
They've already done this, not them, but like people, a group of people have already done this on the Wii. On the Wii, you, you can still play online if you hack your Wii and download a few things. You can play online again. It's very, very cool. So now, Pretendo is working on making this kind of thing where you can play online again on your Wii U and 3DS with the Pretendo network. Now, here's the thing. They are replacing the Wii U and 3DS servers. If I go on their website, go to pretendo.network and click on progress, they say they are... Is there like a final thing? Uh, how about we go, there was some, there was something that I found, yeah, here, so there are 71% done with bringing back the online servers, and they've been going for a long time, it's a group of developers, and honestly, I'm excited for this, because, yeah, it sucks when servers go offline, but it's really awesome when they get brought back, now, if you do want to, you know, put this on your Wii U or 3DS, you're going to need to mod your console, which a lot of people don't want to do. But, I mean, realistically, like, it's safe if you just, like, follow a very, very good, you know, tutorial. It's safe. Uh, and if you do everything right, you'll probably like it more than you like your Wii U that or, or 3DS that is not modded, right? So you will have to mod your device, which is very simple, guys. It sounds scary, but like, trust me, it's simple. You'll have to do that. However, once you do that, you can play online again, set a custom theme for your 3DS or your Wii U, whatever you want. I personally will be doing this as soon as it comes out. And I've already done it a little bit. I uh, downloaded this whole Pretendo thing. I paid them for like one month and I was able to use Miiverse again, which shut down in what, 2017? I used it again. They're legit. So that's happening. This is no like, you know, Pretendo ad. It's just a relevant topic to the whole discussion. And this is one thing that, that I'll say on behalf of them or not, not behalf of them. Uh, one thing that they're like, requesting if you want to help them to like like speed things up there's one big way to help them uh john from pretendo actually dm me about this yesterday uh on twitter there's one big way to help and i want you all to spread the word and maybe do this if you you know feel feel confident about it if you have a wii u or 3ds what you can do is submit something called a network dump now i'm not gonna sit here and act like i know what a network dump is or how it helps them or what it does or what you need to do or whatever the heck right but i will leave a link down below if you want to read through it and submit a dump from your own device and give it to them for information it'll save them a bunch of time and it'll help them tremendously i'll leave that down below if you do want to help them speed up the the uh, process apart from that i'm excited for pretendo However, it is very, very sad to see uh, the Wii U and 3DS online servers because they've they've been up since what you know 3DS released in what 2011. <laughs> is that right? 3DS release? No, 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 no. 3DS release date. Yeah, 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 2011. So it's been up for 13 years. I I do understand it's time to shut it down. It makes sense. It's just sad because, like, this is the first era of consoles that I grew up with. I had a Wii and a DS and even a GameCube, but I was too young to, like, 
have core core memories with it. These two consoles are the first ones that I like played and remembered as I, you know, moved forward in life and got older, right? Like this was all I knew back in 2014, 15, 16, uh, even like 2013, I had 3DS. It was all I knew and it's sad to see it go down, but I'll stop talking because I don't want to make you sad, you know, so it sucks, but I will continue always to play Wii U online and 3DS online. As soon as Pretendo's up, I will be downloading it on my all my Wii U's. Sorry. I say all my Wii U's like I have five. I have two. <laughs> and I have two uh, 3DS. I, I, uh, no, I have three. Three 3DS's. I'll put it on all of them. Sorry, not to not to flex on you. I just, you know, was saying it, it'll be on every single one because it's going to be so great. And I will make sure to be a big supporter of Pretendo. But apart from that, guys, we have one other big thing to discuss today. And that is Pal World. Nintendo versus Pal World is what I should name that segment. Pal World is a game that could potentially be killing Pokemon, is what the headlines are saying. We got to talk. Nintendo responded to their game. And you might be thinking, what the heck is Pal World? Well, I would advise you to listen to this next segment. It is juicy. Let's go. All right, guys. So over the past week, things have kind of erupted uh, with this new game called Pal World. And I got to already give you some background. So Pal World, what is Pal World and why have you heard of it so many times over the past week? Pal World is... And I don't know all the ins and outs. I don't know, like, people are saying that, you know, the company is shady. I don't know the ins and outs. I know what the what, what this game is and why it's relevant to Nintendo. That's all I know, and that's all I'm saying. I don't know the ins and outs, so please ex excuse me here from any shady company controversy. Pal World is a game very similar to Pokemon, where you're catching these creatures called pals, which are the very same as Pokemon, and it's uh, on PC, it's it's on Xbox, and it's just very close to Pokemon. There's multiplayer, everything about it feels like Pokemon. However, it's like Pokemon on steroids. You can craft things, multiplayer is great, the game runs phenomenally, and it's not, I, I think it's still in early access. So it's like a big phenomenon here. This game broke charts. If I can look up Pal World uh, Steam charts or Steam sales, they have sold, here we go, 8 million copies of the game in six days. If that does not tell you how big Pal World is, Tears of the, Tears of the Kingdom, Zelda, did 10 million in three days, which that's a, you know, bigger game, obviously. But 8 million in six days is somewhat unheard of for a lot of games. A lot. The vast majority of games, right? Pal World is a phenomenon. I believe I bought it on sale for like $27, but like, I think it's like 30 bucks. And yeah, guys, I, I bought it. Here's why. A lot of you might think, Max, you bought it. Don't support the company. I don't really like want to get into that i bought it because i have to talk about it that's why i bought it i have to talk about the game and my peers are playing it so i'm like i have to find out what the hype is about right so that's why i bought it i, I kind of had to right so uh, 
I, I played Pal World because I have to do this segment here, okay? And yeah, I see a lot of similarities to Pokemon. I see, obviously, the catching element is in there, but the game is rated, I, I think, teen. Instead of fighting these Pokemon, you're, you're hurting, you're like punching them and like getting them with like weapons and stuff. Like it, it's, it's a violent game and I'm not like saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's very, very different. It might be like, you know, the PC gamers Pokemon, the Pokemon dream, Pokemon on PC, right? Now here's where things get dicey. I've told you things about Pal World and what the game's like and how it runs well and that it's just like Pokemon and it's on PC and, and Xbox. Here's the thing. Here's the only in and out that I know, right? People are saying, and I, I don't know who these people are, but it's like a thing, that a lot of the assets and things in Pal World, because I have not done the deep dive, it's so much like he said, she said, I, I can't look into it, guys. Everyone's saying that Pal World took assets and copied a lot of the Pokemon that are in, of course, Pokemon. That the pals in Pal World look almost just like the Pokemon in Pokemon. None are exact one-to-one -one copies, but it looks like a total ripoff, and they may have used assets from the actual Pokemon games. Now, Nintendo has been rather silent on the topic until, until just a couple of days ago. I believe it must have been two days ago. They put out a statement. It was the Pokemon Company, which is like sort of a Nintendo branch in a way. So I call it, you know, Nintendo's response. But the Pokemon Company did respond to this game and the whole controversy and all that kind of stuff. So... For a little background here, Palworld takes the world by storm. It looks just like Pokemon. And here is the response from the, from the Pokemon company. Quote, we have received many inquiries regarding another company's game. Okay, guys, come on. I know that they're obviously, obviously not going to name drop Palworld. But why do you have to word it like that? Another company's game? Like, at that point, just say Palworld. Obviously, they won't name drop. Like, it just sounds weird. Regarding another company's game, released in January 2024, we have not granted any permission for the use of Pokemon intellectual property or assets in that game. We intend to investigate and take appropriate measures to address any acts that infringe on intellectual property rights related to the Pokemon. We will continue... Sorry, we will we will continue to cherish and nurture each and every Pokemon and its world and work to bring the world together through Pokemon in the future. Raps. That's it. So, if Pal World really did take anything from Pokemon, you're screwed. What are you going to do? You know? They're going to look into it. And I really look forward to seeing what's going to happen here. Because you would imagine if the Pokemon company is looking into it and uh, they're like investigating, I would think we're going to hear something back. We're, we're going to hear either A, Pokemon sues Pal World for $97 trillion, or we're going to hear, you know, 
the uh, the whole investigation didn't work out. We're going to hear one of the two, okay? <laughs> and I'm hoping, I'm for content's sake, if you guys watch my YouTube shorts, I cover like Nintendo sued this company. This company sued Nintendo. I'm hoping that Nintendo sues Pal World because that's great content for, for me to talk about on a YouTube short. <laughs> Apart from that, uh, I do hope that something, uh, you know what? I hope that Nintendo sues Pal World, not because of the Pal World stuff, but because, guys, could you imagine what a banger Mario Matter episode that would be? Guys, I'm just content brain. I'm sorry. I'm content brain. Uh, seriously, though, I hope that something gets resolved. I don't know if Pal World uh, took any of Pokemon stuff. Because here's the thing, guys. I can search... Guys, let's let's conduct a social experiment. Search Pal World right now on Twitter. Pal World. Search. Uh, the top... Let's see. Uh, the top five things when I hit latest. Top ten things have to do with stolen content and the fact that uh, they may have, like, taken things from Pokemon. And this pal's body is the same as a different Pokemon. And things like this. And, and uh, Pal World is chaos. And Pal World is shady here. I don't know what to even think. Because there's so many opinions. And I don't want to, like, pick a side. I don't know what's going on. I'm telling you all this from my perspective of the average Twitter user. That's what I like about this podcast. I'm guys, I'm one of you. I'm one of you. I see all this on Twitter. I'm like, what the heck is going on? I just know how the game runs and and you know all the facts on Nintendo's response. That's all I know. I played the game because I have to talk about it and tell you what I think of it. I can't go in blind, you know. So I, that's that's what I gather, you know. I look forward to seeing what comes out of that. And if there's any update on Pal World or Nintendo or any of that kind of stuff, I will tell you on this podcast. So I never do call to actions in the beginning or sorry, in like the middle, but you know, subscribe and follow the podcast. So then you can hear about that kind of stuff. But apart from that, guys, Pal World will continue to take the world by storm. It seems like they are working on, they're, they're, they're working on getting it on PlayStation. And if you think Pal World is coming to any kind of switch, You'd be dumb. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to call you dumb. I take that back. You would be uninformed. Sorry, guys. That, that was pretty mean of me. You aren't dumb. You just didn't know. That was pretty mean. Apart from that, though, guys, we're going to go ahead and get to the people's segment of the week. The answering your questions segment where we dive into questions that you all have asked me to answer. We have your voicemails that you've left me, and we have written questions as well. Let's go ahead. Let's dive into that. Okay, guys, I don't know what happened, but this is the answering your question segment, where you all leave me questions to answer. The only problem with that is, guys, there are two ways to ask me questions. Number one, you can leave a voicemail where I hear your voice on the podcast and you hear your voice on the podcast. The other way is to leave a comment on one of my YouTube community posts where I post on my YouTube, say, hey, hope you're all doing well, leave me questions, blah, blah, blah. I posted that post as usual every single Wednesday and I go to the post to get questions from it 
And I checked the post at about like two hours after, after I posted it. Had like 50 comments. I checked that evening, it had eight. So I don't know what happened. I think YouTube like, like deleted all the comments or most of them. So if you left a comment asking me a question, I'm so sorry, but it's not there anymore. I don't know what happened. I have no idea what happened, but it's just not there. I don't know what happened. I don't know if I was hacked. I don't know if it's a glitch, but we have some voicemail questions. And then we were still able to get a few YouTube questions. And we also have one Discord question. That is right. If you join my Discord server, you're able to ask me uh, questions on the podcast, just like how you could on my YouTube community posts. Now, all the links for that kind of stuff, the voicemails and my, my, uh, my, my Discord and my YouTube community posts are all in the description. Bam. So let's go ahead. Let's answer some questions. Now we are going to begin with the voicemails here. We have the first one from Spielort. I believe if that's how you say it, let's go ahead. Let's dive in. Let's hear what Spielort is saying today. Dropping knowledge. huh? Let's see. It's loading. Oh, this happens. When I stay on the page for like too long, I have to refresh. Now it loads. All right, ready? Go. Hello, Mzuzzle. Um, This is a question that I like to ask a lot of content creators. Mm. If you could only have one console and two games with that one console, handheld or, um, you know, hybrid, home console, any of that, what would it be? Um, That's really all I wanted to ask. Just, uh, yeah. And also, I love your content. Thank you. Okay. So one console and two games for said console. That's a fun one. Uh, so when I think of any scenario where I have two games only to ever play, I think of my favorite game of all time, Animal Crossing New Leaf. Now, that's my favorite game, and I love Animal Crossing. However, Animal Crossing New Horizons has more to do. But do I even want to play? Do I, do I want that Switch to be the one console? <sighs> yeah. My console that I pick is the Switch because I I thought about 3DS. It's just limited capabilities. And I thought about the Wii U. Only problem is the Wii U's multiplayer a lot. Like not everything, but, but kind of a lot. I won't always have friends to play with on a multiplayer like, like in the same room. So I pick Switch because I can play that solo easily. And I pick Animal Crossing New Horizons as one of the games. And the second game? Man. You want you would want something that you can replay and replay and replay. If you have two games, you don't want like a like a Zelda game. Because while you guys, you can sink so many hours into a Zelda game. But like you for the rest of your life, you want something that you can play over and over. Animal Crossing is a great example. And then I guess after that. Hmm. I would say I'm trying to think, man. I mean, I'd probably say Mario Kart. Yeah, I, I'd say Mario Kart, Animal Crossing New Horizons and Mario Kart. The best two selling games on the Nintendo Switch, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and Animal Crossing New Horizons with the Nintendo Switch. That's that's, that's what I'd say. Thank you for your voicemail. All right. And then we have uh, we have Ansel, if I'm saying that right. Let's hear it. Hello. 
uh, I've been watching for I don't know how long, but it's been a little while. But I kind of want to get an idea of what content you wanted to make, but you didn't feel like you were able to, mm. if that's even something that you've felt. You have, I think, three channels, so I'd assume you definitely have had multiple things that you wanted to do. Oh my God. But I just wanted to know if there was something that you wanted to do, but wasn't oh able to, because I don't know, some reason, but yeah. Okay, thank you. If you heard me freaking out during that voicemail, I'm not scared of bugs, but this just like scared me. There's a God knows what crawling on my mouse pad. I heard your question. Let me get like a sock or something. Guys, what can we get the bug with? Um, God, I'll just let him be. And then we'll like see him after the podcast. So I heard your question. I, I have three channels. Is there any sort of content that... I can't, okay. Is there any sort of content that you wanted to make but couldn't? All right, so, yeah. I mean, it's it's a good point that you bring up those three channels because uh, th there was a second channel video that I wanted to do uh, that comes to mind, but I, and I did do, but I didn't post because I didn't want to post it. So let me give you the rundown. So I had just bought, Jesus, I just bought this uh, new Nintendo 3DS right here and I wanted to mod it because like who wouldn't want to mod their 3DS right so I was gonna I was gonna make a, a fun little second channel video saying you know let's mod my 3DS together right like just a fun little like making modding 3DS is fun where I made a video just like just simply just modding the 3DS showing how I did it and it would just be a fun little thing that's why it was gonna be on the second channel just for fun then I finished, you know, recording it, and I just, I don't know, I kind of, like, I, I was going to edit it, and I just sat with it, like, man, I don't really feel good about posting this, just because, like, you know, someone might watch this, like, down the line, and, you know, that this method that I use might not be the best way to hack your 3DS, so I might, like, mislead somebody, and um, it just felt dirty, which is hard to say, Saying that it feels dirty is hard to say when my most viewed short ever is how fast can I hack a Wii? I don't, like, hacking the Wii feels way less innocent, or, sorry, way more innocent than hacking a 3DS. So, I just overall didn't feel good about it, so I, I didn't do it. Uh, there's another piece of content that I made. Um, it was at the Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was at the Tears of the Kingdom midnight launch. Uh, so what I did there, what I ended up doing there was I interviewed people there just like for fun. And then I, I went home and did an unboxing of the, of the, uh, special edition for Zelda tears of the kingdom on May 12th. Right. I was going to make a video talking about how I was outside of GameStop for about like 10 hours waiting for the game to release. Cause, because I was, I was there at 9am and I left at 12pm. Now, granted, I did go home at about 3 p.m. Because if you, like, buy the game and, like, swipe your credit card, you are able to go home and then come back later. I went home at about 3 p.m. And, uh, because I didn't know that at first. And I came back at, like, 7 just to, like, you know, do those, uh, to, to do those interviews. And, uh, I was going to make a video saying, I waited 10 hours for Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. You know, being there at 9 a.m. and waiting until, like, 12 a.m. That's actually, like, what? 
like 15 hours. So I waited 15 hours for Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And uh, I was going to do it. And I planned to do it. I, I, I didn't put too much like stock into it. Like, this is the biggest video ever. This is so awesome. But I I, I saw somebody, I think it was, uh, it, it was uh, CND, I think, posted like, 72 hours outside of Nintendo New York waiting for Tears of the Kingdom. I'm like, well, now mine looks puny. So I'm like, I can't do that anymore. So I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And so, um, yeah, dang you, CND. You, you messed up my video. I'm kidding. Uh, I could never wait 72 hours. So props to CND for for, for, for doing that. Uh, but I was like, now I can't do mine. Because like, what's the comparison? 72 hours compared to 15 hours? It looks terrible, right? So I just didn't do it. Um, yeah. CND ruined an Mstwizzle video. I'm just kidding. I, I watched his, his video. I think it was 72 hours. I watched his video. It was it was great, as always. As as per usual when uh, CND uploads. CND's awesome. So, CND ruined the video. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't, don't go around saying that. Don't go around saying that. I'm just I'm spilling the tea here, okay? All right. Now, uh, Pengu left us a voicemail. This bug is still, like... Still has my attention. Can I get anything to like get the bug? I uh, let's let's name him Mario and just like leave him be. All right, Pengu, lay it on us. Hey, this is Pengu. You may have seen me in your Discord server. I am relatively new to I your have. channel and podcast, and I feel very engaged by your content so far. Awesome. Anyways, my question is about the next Mario Kart game. Let me give you some context real quick. We recently faced the conclusion of the most iconic era for Mario Kart when the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass launched its final wave and Mario Kart Tour being cut off from content. Mm -hmm. With the 40th anniversary of Super Mario coming up, I do think that a new Mario Kart game is quickly on the horizon. As we know, our recent Mario Kart games have been introducing new gimmicks to their games, such as Wii with halfpipes, 7 with gliding, 8 with anti-gravity, and the booster course pass tour tracks with lap shifting, with the arrows and stuff. The next game is probably going to introduce a new gimmick as well. I've seen people talk about the Wonder Flower, but I think they will introduce teleportation and portals instead. They can do a lot with that, but anyways, my question for you is, what do you think will be the new gimmick of the next game? Take care. Mmm, thank you. So, yeah, there's tons of gimmicks, as you named them all. I would say, with Mario Kart 9 or whatever it is, and you make a great point about the uh, 40th anniversary, that's pretty big. I would... It's hard, because, like, it's it's hard to think of gimmicks, I would say. Just because, like, like, before the new Mario game came out, like, you know, before Mario Wonder, there were gimmicks thrown out, but, like, what actually happened, which is the Wonder Flower, was, like... I had never seen anyone talk about that kind of stuff. Like, it was a totally brand new, awesome thing, and it worked well. So it's hard to predict, but I would say two things, honestly. I would say, one, this isn't like a racing gimmick, but it's one big thing that, you know, I, I think that Nintendo should do, and that's open the gates. Bring everyone into Mario Kart 9. Captain Falcon, Tom Nook, Toadsworth, bring everyone from every franchise into Mario Kart and turn it into a Nintendo Kart. Don't name it that because Mario Kart, the name, holds a strong value. But essentially, just make it Nintendo Kart. Me and uh, me and Nathaniel Bandy talked about it two weeks ago. We were like, the only move 
is to make Nintendo Kart. That's like the next evolution. Bring in tons of Nintendo characters into the game. And there you go. Perfect. Now, in terms of like an actual gimmick, like a like a racing gimmick, I would say one thing that I don't even like know if it would happen because it's, it's, it's kind of a weak gimmick. Uh, but one thing that I would like to see, uh, once again, not the greatest gimmick of all time and may maybe not even like possible. But one thing that I thought would be cool is if they had like a dynamic weather system. Like, for example, in FIFA or sorry, EA Sports FC, as, as they call it now, you can change the, you know, match weather to be whatever you want. Rain thunderstorm snow cloudy sunny what if you could do that in mario kart 9 and based on what you picked the, the course changes not only does the sky change but if it's rainy maybe i don't know you're slipping and sliding a, a little bit more you know kind of like a wonder flower when it's you know maybe if there was a wonder seed or a wonder flower sorry activated you would be out of control you'd be slipping inside it what if like if you if you chose rain you would be slipping inside it if you chose uh thunder thunderstorm what if you get what if you're first or second or third place and you get electrocuted as a way of letting other people catch up now that would seriously suck so it doesn't have to be to that extent dude imagine being first place and getting electrocuted that would suck so it, it doesn't have to be that way but something like that, I think would be cool. I think that'd be awesome. Weather in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Or sorry, <laughs> Mario Kart 9 or whatever it is. I think that'd be awesome. And then finally, our last voice note comes from Adrian. Here we go, Adrian. Hey, M. Swizzle. I just want to let you know that like, <clears throat> I'm like a big fan. And like, I... Thank you. I literally watch you for like, been watching you for like a year now. Whoa. And I like I like watch you while I go to sleep, and just like it helps me go to sleep. I don't know why, but like anyway, my yep. question is what um what improvements to to the Switch do you think will will happen if this when the Switch Two gets released? Like like will the Joy Cons be better? Will the graphics on the thing be better? Will it have more power? Things like that. Yep. And by the way, that comment about, you know about watching me when you sleep totally normal. I listen to like Joe Rogan when I sleep. Like like that's what I do. So it's totally normal. Uh, I also listen to like rain sounds on my TV. It it depends on the night. But last night I did some Joe Rogan. Um, you know. So what do I think will be different on the Nintendo Switch 2? I think as you said, you know, better graphics has to be. Uh, more power. I do think that they'll make better Joy-Cons because I brought it up, I think, last episode. Uh, they have to make better Joy-Cons because, as we may know, Joy-Cons are pretty fragile. If you drop them, they break. If you put them in your pocket, they break. If you use them, they break. They're fragile things, right? I think that they have to make better Joy-Cons. And because they're so bad, Nintendo was sued to the point where they had to make free Joy-Con repairs. And they lose money on that every single day by people sending in their Joy-Cons for repair. They lose money every day. So they want to make Joy-Cons good enough to the point where they don't have to offer free repairs because they're so bad, you know? So I think Joy-Cons, graphics, power, uh, and then one, one, 
One wild card. Let's say I think that they will. Hmm. I truly think that Nintendo will listen to the community. I think honestly, because like we 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 talked about earlier, how they're gonna add that streaming service, possibly maybe rumored. Uh, that was a Wii U thing, and we want that, and that's making that Switch Two more of like a home console kind of experience. I think that. Nintendo will find a way to make things backwards compatible more. That sounds kind of compli- like kind of complicated. I think that we'll be able to 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 play GameCube games or play Wii games somehow, some way, on the Switch Two. I think there's more room for backwards compatibility on, on the Switch Two. I think they'll make that a big point because like Wii games are loved, and pretty much right now they make no money off the Wii, so bring them over to switch and make them like maybe you redo the controls and make them more made for switch whatever you have to do i think backwards compatibility will be a big focus Uh, i mean mean, like obviously of course they're gonna charge you some money for that but i think it'll be a cool focus for switch too now we have some written questions to answer we have about three Doggo, who is a channel member, guys, being a channel member guarantees your question to be answered, and Doggo did just that. Link down below to become a channel member. What's your favorite Kirby game? Favorite Kirby game is honestly the newest one, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which is, I mean, it's the newest Kirby, but it's not like, well, no, it's it's actually not. <laughs> uh, Kirby's Dream Buffet came out uh, in 2022 same year as as a forgotten land and then the remaster of kirby's return to dreamland deluxe came out last year so i mean i guess it's not the newest but it's like the newest mainline cool fun awesome kirby kirby and the forgotten land i just i don't know i love all kirby games but i just feel like that one was they found their lane a 3d open kirby game awesome i loved every bit of it the bosses the challenges kirby can be a car i mean it was phenomenal kirby in the forgotten land if you've not played it go play it you won't regret it unless you regret it which it's possible watch trailers do your research before buying it it's a fun game though i like it now amy the brawler do you think moving forward with the switch 2 nintendo will fully abandon the Miis? oh man Will they have been in the Miis? So, for context, for those listening, it seems like ever since the Wii, Nintendo has been shifting further and further from, you know, like, including Miis into their games, right? In On the Wii, the Miis were a big part. They were in uh, so many games. On the Wii U, they were still there. Still there in a ton of games. From the Switch, though... Instead of the Miis being a main focus, they're just in the settings menu. And they're not in as many games. So it's like, are they trying to phase out a Miis? I think for Nintendo, it's really hard. And my answer is no. I don't think that, that they will. Because even if you look at like my Nintendo, that service online, the uh, website, there's Miis all over the place on that website. Every Nintendo employee has a me and they use them sometimes in trailers like for example when uh they were showing off nintendo switch sports 
they used me's of of uh, the the two guys on the direct. I forget who they are. I think it was a uh, was it Shinya Takahashi and was it uh, Yoshiaki Koizumi? I don't know. They were using me's of themselves in the direct. Like they have me's, and it's a big part of some of their games. You cannot make a Nintendo Switch Sports 2 and not have Miis in there, which is a possibility because that game sold really well on the Switch somehow, some way. I I think that you're always going to need Miis, especially like in Mario Kart. In Mario Kart, you can't have a Mario Kart and not have your Miis in there as an option. I think that they will still keep Miis around and maybe they'll have them forever, but I do think they'll become less and less common. Well, Two things. They either go heavy into Miis again on Switch 2, which I don't think will happen, or they just, like, kind of same as Switch. Put them, in, put them in some games and, you know, just keep them as a small thing. Not a big thing. Just a small, you know, Mario Kart Miis or Smash Bros. Miis, and then, like, that's it. Like, just nowhere else or barely anywhere else. You know, limited Mii usage, but they still will keep the Miis. Then, finally, Ghost5457. What is your favorite kingdom in Mario Odyssey? Ooh, okay, now, I've not played Mario Odyssey since 2017 when it came out. So, I'm gonna have a hard time remembering, but I loved the snow one. What is that? Mario Odyssey Snow Kingdom. Oh, is Snow Kingdom what it's called? Snow Kingdom! That's it. My favorite is Snow Kingdom. I like that one. I I didn't know that it was called Snow Kingdom. I thought it, I thought it would be like a like a real fancy frosty uh, frosty palace, you know, something real fancy and like uptight. No, it's Snow Kingdom. I like Snow Kingdom. That one was awesome sauce. Uh, I I do like the guys. I forget all of them. I like the beach one <laughs> where Mario's got his shirt off. I like Mario Odyssey. And I especially like the Snow Kingdom. By the way, Ghost5457, I was taking questions for uh, this podcast. And I saw that you asked that question like seven times. Dude, I'm so sorry that I did not answer it sooner. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so sorry that, that you asked it so many times and, and, and did not get an answer. You got it now. I'm so sorry. But anyways, guys, that is it for the podcast, the Mario Matter episode number 73. I really do appreciate you all watching or listening, whatever platform you may be on. It is truly, truly appreciated. We'll be back next Saturday. As always, that will be on February 3rd. And then we'll, we'll of course, be back on the 10th. And then, guys, February 17th, one thing to look forward to is... The 17th, we'll have my first impressions on Mario vs. Donkey Kong. And then the week after that, February 24th, we'll have my first impressions on Splatoon 3 side order. So, things to look forward to on the podcast. If that's not happening, though, we're still going to bring you all the news that we can and make a great Nintendo podcast. As our intro says, we are the number one Nintendo podcast. I didn't say it. Bruce Buffer did. But, you know. I'm striving for it. 
Numbers don't matter. Value does. I'm just kidding, guys. Thank you all so much for watching, listening. I appreciate it. Shout out to our channel members, and I'll see you all. Wait, that's kind of a, a weird ending. Shout out to our channel members. Thank you all so much for supporting the, the uh, podcast and channel financially. They get awesome perks, such as guaranteed questions. If you want to hear special, exclusive podcast episodes, become a channel member. For the low price of $1.99, you, you get special episodes, guaranteed questions. If you, you know, go up a few tiers, you can get a follow from me on social media, special videos, things like that, all in the members only, uh, members only section of my YouTube channel. I'll see you all next Saturday. Adios. Adios.